Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan reporting live for duty on this May 7th, 2018. Welcome to Jonathan Ramcharan the podcast. I'm just not ready to give up on Kanye. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not ready to give up on him yet. There's just been too many good times, you know? Like, ah, fuck. You know, I remember when I first went to college, man. It was around 2004, college dropout. He was dropping out. I was going in. Should have took the lesson, right? But no, I went to school like a dumbass. Waste of time, waste of money. But anyway, I digress. Kanye. Fuck. He's been going through some shit lately. Poor, poor guy, right? And like, I'm just not ready to give up on him yet. Not yet, you know? Like... Like I say, too many good times, man. Like, sometimes I forget, you know what I mean? Because, like, College Dropout, that was a dope album, right? You know, When It All Falls Down. Uh, I think Slow Jams was on there, too. Spaceship, you know? Then um, Late Registration came out, and that was a dope album, too. Jesus Walks. Um, Gold Digger, I think that was on there, too, right? Yeah. And then, like... um, but then I knew something was up, right? Because then when graduation came out, he got all like, you know, Excuse me, is you saying something? Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. It's just like, holy fuck, I didn't, I didn't try to tell you. What, what the fuck am I trying to tell you? I just bought your fucking CD for fourteen ninety nine. you fucking asshole. What, what do you mean I'm trying to tell you something? So I, I kind of knew that I knew something was up, right? And quite frankly, he's taking the James Brown route, you know, like, Fucking, you know, James Brown was the same thing. Gifted artist, meant a lot to the community, black community, meant a lot to the music community, meant a lot to the world. Then, you know, it gets all successful. He's dressing real sharp, real good image. Then he starts brushing elbows with presidents, fucking Tricky Dicky, fucking Nixon. Are you out of your fucking mind, James Brown? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. You know, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, Richard Nixon, he really got it together for the black man. Yeah, yeah. Ow! Hit me! No static! Living in America! Like, are you out of your fucking mind? You fucking... Pompadour fucking... Fucking platform shoe wearing fucking... Shook and jiver? <laughs> Tricky Dicky? That's your model of a fucking... <laughs> savior to the black community, James Brown. So like Kanye, he's going down the same uh, trajectory with this fucking Trump shit. And I really don't know, man. Like, um, but like I say, like just too many good times, man. Like, look at this. Look at this. Look at look at his look at his songs. Gold digger, heartless, stronger. Nah, 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 don't kill me. Go make me stronger. Stronger. Niggers in Paris. <clears throat> Famous, Mercy, Jesus Walks, All the Lights, Turn up the lights in here, baby. Ooh, 
If you want it, you can get it for the rest of your life. That's a fucking dope song, man. Forever? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember that song. Uh, All Falls Down. Come on, you know, he had that hot chick from uh, Clueless in that video. Remember that black chick from the movie Clueless? She was hot as fuck, and that song was hot as fuck. That was a good song. Flashing Lights. Power. Runaway. Otis. I used to have this chick. Well, I shouldn't say I have. I knew this girl that used to like to fuck the Kanye West songs, and I think that was one of them, Otis. Like, that was the first time I ever was able to fuck to a song and not get creeped out by it. I didn't fuck to that song, but, like, she, I don't know, she was into Kanye West for some goddamn reason. Well, what do you mean for some goddamn reason? Because he's, like, fucking one of the best um, performers out there, man. He's a great musician. But she liked Kanye West, and, like, he transcended... Like, I was able to fuck to his music, no problem. Sometimes, you know, when Drake starts going, like, turn that shit off, I can't fuck you with Drake in the room, like, you know? But, like, Kanye, for some reason, didn't really bother me so much, you know? That's the closest I ever got to running a train as a black man. Anyway, um, No Church in the Wild. I mean, I never heard that song, but I'm sure it's good. Through the Wire, that's when he got his face all busted up when he crashed his Corvette and, uh, or whatever. And he started, like, spitting rhymes through his grilled-up, uh, stitched-up face, his wired-up jaw. Fade. I mean, I don't know. I never don't recall that song. Good Morning from Graduation. Good morning. Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. Fresh, so impressed. You got these, motherfucker, these. Rosie Perez. That was a good song. Love Lockdown. Don't remember that one. I'm sure it was good. Bound To. Still, don't remember, but it was probably good. Good Life. Uh, that song was pretty good. I think it was good. It was a good life song anyways, right? Come on, man. He's talking about good life. You gotta love it. Run This Town. Oh, fuck. We are S S D R. I feel it coming in the air. And I bet that I don't care. Only one thing on my mind. Who's gonna run this town tonight? Was that Riri? Yeah, you know, that was a good tune. Run This Town. Homecoming. Don't, yeah, it was good. Graduation album. Touch the sky. Come on. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. Till the day I die. Uh, gonna test the sky. That was a good song, man. Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Oh, come on. Diamonds are forever. Throw your hands in the sky. <laughs> I don't know, it was like DMX or something, but you know, diamonds are forever, throw your hands in the sky if you feel the vibe, you know, I'm losing, I see I'm losing my, uh, losing my fuck, you know, like Kanye is like so in my mind sometimes, it's like I can't even remember all his songs, there's so many of them here, Father Stretch My Hands Part 1, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that song, uh, <clears throat> 4 or 5 Seconds, mm, sounds like my sex life, but uh, no, <laughs> don't know that one either, Wolves, off the life of Pablo. See, I never heard that album, but I'm sure it's dope. I should check it out. Like I said, like once he went a little bit like, you can't tell me nothing. That's when he started to kind of scare me. But um, I got to go check this out. The life of Pablo. I'm sure it's a good album. Blood on the Leaves. Monster. Yeah, so like, like I say, Kanye had a lot of fucking good songs. Too many good times for me just to turn my back on him, right? And um, yeah, he's been going kind of like, you know, but that's the thing about Kanye, man. Like, I saw his TMZ wig out, you know, and he kind of, you can't even really call it a wig out. He even said it, you know, he goes, you know, I'm going all wacko jacko here, so don't you fucking try to twist my words up. Said something along those lines. And, um, yeah, like, like, 
he is he's a very outspoken artist, makes good music. And to be honest with you, I got to listen to him sometimes. I got to at least listen to where he's coming from just so because he's a successful person and he makes good stuff, right? He makes good music and he's successful. Like why wouldn't you take the time to at least listen to what he's saying, right? So many people jump off the handle. Like how I heard about this whole Kanye West 400 years of slavery was a choice. How I heard about this whole conversation was um, I was working at my temporary labor job, um, as I sometimes do, right, Uh, as a temporary laborer. And, um, well, actually, I'm a comedian, actor, uh, performer, blah, blah, blah. But I also do, like, uh, temporary labor as, like, like my part-time job, right? And uh, so I'm unloading this truck. And this black guy, the truck driver, right, he goes, um, Yo, fam, bro, did you hear this thing that Kanye West said? The man gone straight mental. The man gone straight mental, boy. He goes, 400 years of slavery sounds like a choice. Can you believe that, man? I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't fully agree with Kanye, but he's got a point, you know, like... Like, I often thought that. Like, how the fuck for 400 years did these clowns run us like that, man? Like, I swear to God, I would have been a dead nigger back in the day. You try to put a hula hoop around my head and lock me in a pen? As soon as I get out, I'm stabbing you with a pitchfork. I say that now, living in the benefit of, you know, 400 years of whatever, freedom, or 400 years of, um, since slavery till now, my um, emancipation, my people. But, like, I say that in the in the safety of the benefit of freedom. But, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I would have been one of those guys getting killed and strung up because, like, it's just in my nature. You know, I'm not going to be like, okay, sir, yes, sir. Like, and I always wondered, how the fuck did people do that? I've, I've often thought that. I don't fucking obviously um, <laughs> put the onus of slavery on the black community. You niggas are shiftless, low-down, lazy, good-for-nothings. It's your fault that slavery's been going on for 400 years. If you would've stood up and did something, like, I'm not that stupid. But, like, I've often thought, like, how did, that, how did that really happen? How did they really do that? So that's what I said to this clown, this truck driver, right? I'm like, well, you know, he's got a point. It's an interesting thought. And that guy goes, boy, you don't know shit about what you're saying, boy. You don't know where you're coming from. You don't know your roots. And he got all, like, a... F- like offended, he was like screaming at me and shit, right? You don't know this, you don't know that. You know, this black man, right? And I'm just like, yo, like, is that how closed minded you are? Like, it's just, you know, Kanye, like, some people like feel hurt by Kanye's uh, comments. Kanye's been nothing but a blessing in my life. He's made good music that I enjoyed, and he's always good for a chuckle here and there, you know? You know, everybody knew Beyonce had the best album of the year or the best music video or whatever. Come on, everybody knew that shit. George Bush doesn't like black people. This shit is hilarious. And um, I'm not going to fucking feel bad about, you know, like, considering another person's point of view, right? I'm like, now hold on a minute. Kanye's got something to say here about that 400 years of slavery. Like, that is kind of an interesting point. That guy goes off the handle. You don't know your history, boy. You don't know this. You don't know that. Here's a little backstory on that truck driver. So check this out. We work together on loading trucks and shit like that, right? This is how mentally enslaved he is. One day we're standing there with this white dude. Me, a black man, the truck driver, another black man, and this other co-worker, a white man. The white man goes, Ah, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, nigger. 
it's just such an ugly word. You know, I, I don't know why people use it. I don't know why it's still, I don't know why there's so much racism and hatred in the world. I mean, nigger, it's just such an ugly word. And when I hear that word, it just, it does something to my soul. And, uh, you know, I, I really feel for the black community because nigger is such an ugly, despicable word. That fucking uh, Dr. Seuss Mother Goose Cat in the Hat fake-ass fucking nigga, uh, that fucking truck driver, that fucking goofball, you know, he's sitting there and he's nodding his head. He's nodding his head in agreement with this white man. And I turn to him, I go, yo. I said yo, too, just like for black emphasis. I go, yo, player. Um, you know, I find it hilarious. You're hilarious. You know, nigger is such an ugly word to you, but yet, you know, you just said it three times in under a minute. And, like, he just kind of quieted up like that. Got all quiet. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, I'm sorry. That's how oblivious some people are, right? Oh, it's such an ugly word, yet you, you, you had a drop of a dime, you'll say it. And that fucking, that truck driver is giving me shit for, like, considering what Kanye West said about slavery. I consider it, you know, like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, 400 years of slavery, a choice. I mean, all I said was, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch to say that, but it's an interesting thought. You know, he gets all offended by what Kanye West says, but yet, you know, he, he stands there like a fucking Uncle Tom while this fucking white man's going, nigger this, nigger that, nigger this. There's a lot of people mentally enslaved. And um, that's kind of what Kanye was talking about in his little uh, TMZ escapade the other day there. Um, Basically, what I got from it was all he said was, yeah, he made that point. He made the comment, you know, 400 years of slavery sounds like a choice. And when he was asked to elaborate, all he really said was that uh, the media has us mentally enslaved. So, like, it was just an off-the-cuff fucking Kanye comment, right? It's no big fucking deal. It was actually kind of funny, right? There's a lot of parallels between comedy and rapping. You know, rap, uh, you know, they got to make their point to a beat and they spit it to a beat. And it's kind of the same thing as comedy. You know, we think up different points of view of ourselves and we try to say it in a time as well, right? We deal with time too, like the time, set up punchline, reading the crowd, how to surf a wave of telling a joke, right? So... You know, not to not to say rapping is stand-up comedy, but there's a lot of parallels. And, uh, you know, then he goes on, and he go, Kanye, he goes on, like he starts opening up about shit, you know, he, he stands up and he goes, I want y'all to hear this. See, I was drugged out when I made all those comments on Twitter. I was on opiates. See, I was on opiates because I had liposuction because I didn't want y'all calling me fat like you did Rob when he came to our wedding and had to leave before me and Kim got married. I did it for y'all so y'all wouldn't call me fat. I was on opiates. And guess what? I come out of the hospital and now guess how much opiates they told me to take? Seven. I'm on seven pills now, and they say that's the genius killer. So I ain't taking no opiates no more. The media has you enslaved. We are in mental slavery. Any of y'all believe with what I'm saying? Any of y'all believe with what I'm saying? 
And this other fucking Uncle Tom nigga pipes up. No, I don't believe with what you're saying, Kanye. I was so hurt. Ask anybody here. As a TMZ reporter, I have been your biggest fan, Kanye. I have always been there for you, Kanye. Whenever you're up there talking your crazy shit, I was the only one to come and defend you, Kanye. And what you said hurt me so bad. You know... 400 years of slavery was not a choice. There's people dying in the gutter trying to fight for black rights and da 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 da. It's like, the nigga made a comment. He told a fucking joke. He's a rapper. He's an entertainer. Get over it. <laughs> Everybody getting all up in arms over poor old Kanye. You know, the guy's just trying to do his shit. Let him live, for God's sakes. Make America great again, I say. I love Donald Trump, too. I think he's a goddamn pinball wizard. <clears throat> I don't even know what I'm saying. But, like, uh,. This other, like, TMZ reporter, you know, he pipes up too, and, uh, you know, as I elaborated there. And it really, it really just, I don't know, man. Like, people were really getting on, like, Kanye's case. Like, the fucking TMZ reporters kind of went against him a bit, and they said, you know, he hurt the community, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Kanye, like, I guess his point is, like, um, free love. Like, that's his emphasis, like, um, free love and free thinking. Like, his idea of wearing the Make America Great Again ball cap is not so much a salute to Donald Trump as it is, like, his way of being free to express himself and how he wants to do what he can for America. And, uh, I don't know, I mean, kind of funny, you know? And um, then he starts going, like, you know, I noticed y'all have on that, I noticed y'all have in your office there, you got pictures of John Lennon, Tupac Shakur. If I gotta be the third one of them for free love, I'm willing to do that for y'all. It's like, what? Now you're a martyr? Give it a break, Malaya Yosef. Like, Malaya, Malaya Yosef. <laughs> Start calling Malaya Yisif. Malaya Yeezus. Like, calm down, buddy. Don't become no fucking martyr. Like, you know, the Crips said they want to beat me up. And that's just brotherly love. You know, that's a far cry from killing me. But I ain't going to be a Malcolm X movie. You know, no black man's going to do harm to Kanye West here. Yeah, I guess the, the Crips put a bounty on him or some shit. Or Dog the Bounty Hunter's going to come and kill him. I don't know. Something's going on, right? And... You know, all this violence and shit coming at Kanye lately. And I don't know, I just find him to be like a really great entertainer and uh, good music. And um, I don't know. And then he starts going off too about the, you know, black and black violence. Here, I actually agree with this. He goes, black on black violence. Nobody hears a word about it. They don't give a shit. But when a white man and a black man get killing at each other. All of a sudden, it's a big uproar. We're looking to them for our cues. We're looking to them. He's saying, like, um, we look at the white man for, the, for our cue to what we should be infuriated, or sorry, infuriated, infuriated by, right? Like, we look to him for the cue, like the white man, and he's got a point. Like, I mean, like, um, I don't necessarily... That's kind of, like, that's the point. That's the point. Like, you know, it's like, I, like I'm, I'm living in the benefit of being in a free society. You know, like, 
our, my ancestors went through a lot of shit so I could be free. So I'm not looking to no white man to tell me who I am or to be, oh, what I should or shouldn't be offended by and how, you know, oh, it's despicable what Kanye went. Like, look, fuck off. The community's got to solve their own problems sometimes, right? I don't 100%, 100% agree with some of his craziness, though. Like, he does make it look bad for himself with his squawking and yelling and stuff. But, like, you know, the TMZ reporter, <laughs> he's actually pretty funny. He's actually a pretty articulate guy. I don't know what his name is. I think his name's Dan, that black guy on TMZ, Dan. He goes, you can jump up on all the coffee tables you want and say what you want to do, but I'm a real person living in the real world, Kanye. You know, and I was so hurt and offended by what you said because I'm a real person living in the real world, all right? We don't have the luxury of being behind some goddamn fucking cameras and lights like you, like a celebrity, all right? We're real people in the real world. And, um, I don't know. It just, it's all a hoopla, it's all a bunch of hoopla over nothing. Like, Kanye made a funny comment that was off the cuff. Because, like, he does. That's what Kanye does. And um, his whole point, to sum it up, is that um, free love, love is the strongest force that can conquer all, and that perhaps 400 years of slavery was a choice. (laughs) But he said it, like, off the cuff, as in, like, you know, 400 years of slavery was a choice. I mean... None of y'all gonna act up. Like, we had the numbers. And he just said it as a passing thought. And I understand his point. He's just making an observation. He's making, like, a, what do you call it? A, an inquiry. You know, he's just wondering, basically, you know? So, you know, I don't know. This whole Kanye West thing is kind of whatever. There's my little take on it. And, uh, oh, yeah, he goes on and on, too, about how, like, there's a class war. There's a class war! And uh, one of the reasons why Trump won is because he represents the lower class. What? (laughs) The billionaire that represents the lower class. Okay. See, I don't always agree with Kanye. But he goes, um, the one reason why Donald Trump won is because he represents the lower class. Okay. (laughs) And Obama was so classy. That's why he went over people's heads. Okay. So the billionaire represents the lower class, whilst the um, alleged illegal immigrant, black man from Chicago, um, or sorry, Hawaii, um, Obama, Barack Obama, is too classy for Americans. Okay. And what, what does that even mean? He's too classy for black people? Like, I mean, God damn it, Jesus. Are you going to make me turn around on you on this little podcast here? Nah, man, but God bless Kanye, and God bless his music. He's a funny motherfucker, man, and uh, he's a great musician. So, um, but you know what? Part of what I think is, like, I think Kim Kardashian's working for the FBI, you know? Like, in the times of the Black Panther movement, um, they had, like, um, J. Edgar, Edgar Hoover, you know, that cuckolded, uh, you know, cross-dresser from the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, and uh, he was keeping tabs on the Black Panther Party, right? He's like, we got to find these cells of black dissonance and neutralize them. And we have to stop the halt. We have to halt the rise of the black messiah, right? So, you know, like, what is it? Fred Hampton, uh, all these other Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, they neutralized them. You know, dead, right? So um, I have a feeling Kim Kardashian works for the FBI, you know? That's how they got to Kanye to begin with, man. You know, he says it was Taylor Swift, you know, his little comment about Taylor Swift. 
I think it was like the Kim Kardashian thing, you know? You know, get in bed with him. Find out what his tics are, you know? Yes, Mr. President. <laughs> Kim Kardashian popping out of a cake. That ass wouldn't be able to fit in there, no doubt. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Well, I don't know. I mean, but also it makes you think about, uh, you know, Kim. Maybe, uh, maybe, I mean, she's definitely a smart woman. I mean, I don't think you could do what she did without being so smart. You know, like, money doesn't just fall into people's lap in this lifetime. You know, there's got to be a little bit of get up and go in order to get it. So, I don't know. I don't got really much to say on Kim Kardashian other than, you know, maybe she's more than just a grade A piece of ass, you know? Maybe she's like a splinter cell working for the FBI. Or maybe she truly is like this divine, all-loving force that has given Kanye West this uplifting message of free love and... um emancipation from mental slavery. That's all he's duly, really doing. That's all he's really saying. He's kind of just rehashing out um, Bob Marley's um, redemption song, you know? Em- emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None of us can free our only but us. What? Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None of but ourselves can free our mind. Oh, have no fear for atomic energy, cause none of them can stop at the time. How long will they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? Some say it's just a part of it, we got to fulfill the book. Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom? Cause all I ever had, redemption song. It's more or less what he's doing. You know, he's just kind of reiterating redemption song, Bob Marley. And uh, I shouldn't say just, I mean, it is just, you know, it's true. You know, we are mental slaves. You know, and um, <clears throat> whether it's a choice, whether it's imposed upon, I don't know. That's up to you to decide. But, um, you know, I don't want to see him become one of those pictures on the wall, as he mentioned, like uh, John Lennon or um, Tupac Shakur. I mean, for God's sakes, Malaya Yeezus, don't go down that path. I don't want to see you become no martyr. And... Um, Keep on rocking in the free world. Keep on walk. <laughs> Keep on rocking in the free world, Kanye. I love you, brother. Um. Oh yes. What else going on with Jonathan? Oh yeah. So I said, like I said, I'm a stand-up comedian, actor, recovering alcoholic, temporary worker. And today's a beautiful day in Toronto, man. Sunny, shining, beautiful. And, um, yeah, I want to get out there and enjoy some of the sunshine today. Got to go for a walk. Got to go and do a couple things. Um, I'm an actor, so um, I'm working on this audition right now. And uh, I don't want to talk too much about it, but, you know, I got this audition coming up at the end of the month. And uh, really looking forward to it, you know. Hopefully I can uh, pull myself out of the little mental enslavement that I had been in during my drinking days. And... uh, Hopefully the media won't construe this and misconstrue this. If anybody hears this on a podcast, listening, site or whatever, you know. And 
yeah, I gotta go and do a couple errands. Gotta go get some headshots printed today, and uh, just been working on my audition, going over my lines and stuff. And uh, yeah, a lot of gratitude there, and uh, I don't want to talk too much about it until the time comes. And uh, you know, went for a jog today, worked out, did my push-ups, my sit-ups, my uh, tricep presses, and. Uh, you know, just feeling good and grateful. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's hard as a... Better yet, um, what kind of touched home with me about this whole Kanye West thing was just the fact of, um, you know, he, he does make the good point that the media... And, uh, well, I don't know. I don't want to point a finger, but let's just say in general, with all the rise of um, technology, the media, politicians, performers, this whole online experience, it's like making people not think for themselves. And that's really what I'm trying to get back to, to be honest. Like... Um, you know, some of the best times of my life was when I was carefree to think for myself. Like, I, when I think about it, you know, like, his first album there, The College Dropout, he kind of goes on about how school is just a fucking factory for, um, you know, manufactured thought. And how if you go to school, they're just going to tell you what to do. Think this way, walk this way, love this way, hate this way, etc., etc. And... You know, I mean, on one hand, I mean, school is a place of learning. You got to learn, um, you know, whatever it is that you want to learn. And it's a great blessing to get an education. But on the other hand, too, it is a cookie cutter factory of thought. You know, a lot of people are being told what their beliefs are and what to believe. And the system is kind of screwed, skewed. And, um, you know, you got to really fight to stay yourself sometimes in this day and age. And... Um, Oh, great. I don't know if you guys can hear this or not. Some fucking poor person is playing their little um, portable radio box outside. Oh, God. Why can't people just be to themselves? Why do they got to shine in public? Nobody wants to hear your music, poor person who needs attention from everybody. Nobody with any goddamn common sense or something going on in their life walks around with their music blaring. Anyways, um, see, look, what, see, I'm doing what fucking Yeezus is doing. I'm turning into, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call that? Uh, I'm shaming my own community. You niggas need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do something with yourself. Walk around with your pants hanging out and your music playing loud. But, um, no, basically, back to the point of school and um, free thought. Like, yeah, when I went to school, when I got myself locked into that school system, that's what happened, man. I was like, um, you know, school is a place you go to learn if you want to learn it, right? If you want to learn how to become a chemist or a scientist or a lawyer or whatever, you go to school. But if, like, that's like a specific trade, specific things to learn. But sometimes if you're a person that... Some jobs can truly just fall under the category of salesman. And that, you know what I mean? You don't need to go to school for it. Like, I'm an actor and a comedian. I did not need to go to school for that. I could have just called myself a salesman. 
because that's more or less what I'm doing. I'm trying to sell my, my brand of comedy, my brand of humor, my brand of acting. And I went to school and they, and they, they try to teach me how to talk, how to be, how to whatever. And they try, it was just a fucking mind fuck. And it was a waste of time and it was a waste of my money and it fucked with my confidence. And some of my freest times in life were just thinking for myself, being who I was regardless. And as you go on in life and as you mature, you start to realize accountability, responsibility, and you adjust to that. But, um, you know, you really can't take what people say into your head too strongly. And you really can't let people shape your beliefs or else you just become... What do you become? You become what they want you to become or what is... You become a shell of yourself, basically, right? You owe it to yourself to be the person you are, to share it with the world, right? And um, by listening to people... And by listening to others, that's how you learn where the boundaries are for you. Like what you want to be accepting as um, your boundaries of tolerance, love, hate. You find out your own boundaries. Uh, it's a dicey situation, but, um, you know, I think it's a good platform to get opened up with this discussion, man, because I'm starting to like really think about all those things too, because like this whole media thing, it's really fucking with like freedom of speech. Like um, I see it all the time in the comedy clubs too as a comic, man. Like I'm on the fucking lowest rungs of fucking comedy, man. I'm doing open mics. I'm fucking going to shows getting bumped getting kicked off the list like i'm just scrounging and begging but i'm biding my time i'm working on my craft and doing the podcast i'm doing whatever gigs i can I'm, i got the audition coming up which is good so it's like i'm doing stuff but like i find that too even at the lowest levels of comedy which i kind of um relegated myself to after my drunken fucking wash-up debacle as a fucking performer but um you see it, man. You see a lot of these fucking Dr. Seuss, Mother Goose, cat in the hat ass, fake ass, fucking clown ass comics. They go on there and they tell their stupid, whimsical fucking stories that go nowhere. They got no point of view. They got no fucking opinion. And if you say anything like remotely controversial, they'll go up and apologize for you. I've had MCs go up after me and go, uh, just like to reinforce and reinstate that, um, you know, we are actually really accepting of everybody. And well, it's like, shut the fuck up and don't apologize for my set, you fucking clown. Dr. Seuss, Mother Goose, Cat in the Hat ass, Mental Slave. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> you know, criticizing, condescending my fucking performance, right? And, you know, sure, I don't believe slavery was a choice, but, you know, we are mental slaves in a lot of ways. That's what the society is becoming. You know, um, another comic that I really enjoy, um, Nick DiPaolo. Um, he's a comic that uh, he was on, uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, as a courtesy to another comic, I don't want to speak too much about him other than I respect him and I enjoy his, uh, his, uh, his work. He's been doing it like fucking as long as I've been alive, right? He's a fucking, he's a real deal, like, you know what I mean? And, uh, but he's got a very differing, different, differing viewpoint than me you know he's a staunch I, I would say he could call well fuck whatever man I don't want to get into what he is or what he isn't but he's got some very sharp views and a lot of times he catches heat for that and people try to shut him down and um he had a he had a serious satellite radio show that recently got canceled he talks about how he's struggling to be himself creatively 
in this um, really PC environment, right? So, you know, I think it is a question that is being raised by a lot of um, free-thinking performers and people out there. Like, what are we trying to do with our society by locking down freedom of speech and freedom of thought? And guess what? Niggers ain't hanging themselves from trees, but sometimes we are mental slaves. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess what? Jonathan James Ramtram reporting live for duty on this glorious May 7th. 2018. Hey man, I'm not willing to give up on Kanye West yet, and um, I'm not willing to give up on the fight. Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Send me your questions, send me your queries, send me your qualms. That's jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. You go have yourself a blessed day, and I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.